What's up, everybody? Welcome to the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Tourneau, with my co-host, the man, the myth, it's Fograll, a.k.a. Brian Limper. We are quarantined still, but we are surviving, and we're sort of thriving. How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. Hanging went, in there? I went outside and walked yesterday, so I got some sun, so that's cool. How was that? It actually wasn't too bad. I walked. There's actually a lot of people outside, so I mean... That's I, just, like, I can't really say anything because I was outside, but I feel like that's what we're not supposed to do. That's, well, that's like the one thing I guess you're allowed to do is like go on a walk. Like nothing else, but you can like go on a walk. But It was nice outside. Yeah, like, yesterday was like the nicest day Speaking ever. of, did it like rain today? Yeah. Because I was like asleep and I swear it was like a hurricane outside. But I couldn't tell if I was dreaming no. that or if it like actually happened. No, you were, you were, you're right. It did. This is what happened. So okay. it was literally like... It was like 80 it, it, was, it was like 90 almost today. It was like a hot day. And then later on, it started to get really cloudy. My mom, like, I went, like, running at the park, and then my mom texts me and goes, there's going to be hail. We need to go to a parking garage downtown to protect the cars. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So me and her drove down to the this parking garage at the hospital, and we just, like, sat there. And it just, like, rained a bunch. It was like a thunderstorm. Oh. And, of course, there was no hail, and we are just, like, sitting there. And then we left. But it did rain. And it was it went from, like, being 80... Like eighty six degrees to like sixty degrees in like five minutes. It was like and a there was super no big... tornadoes. No, I don't. I don't think so. Not by us anyway. Interesting. That's like you know the normal thing that happens around here. That would be like the. That's like all we need right now is just a nice natural disaster to really uh... <laughs> put the old nail in the coffin, the chair on top of the cake. Seriously, the... <laughs> that would be. I dodged the Rona, but I got hit by a tornado. Oh, thank goodness we survived the coronavirus. Only to get destroyed by a tornado just Man. powering through. That would be. That would be a bummer. That would be a bummer. But thank goodness it was just a little thunderstorm with some rain, which is like yeah. every day in the spring. That here. would really down my Debbie. <laughs> but for real, I was like laying over there. I could. I was just one of those things where like you know you're like halfway awake, halfway asleep. And I heard like right. strong wind and stuff like hitting my window. I'm like, is this like real right now? Am I dreaming this? Like, what's going on? No, you. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> that's crazy. It was one of those ones where it was just like sunny, and then you just like saw this big like a line of black clouds just like coming, and then it just got more and more windy and. Like when, like when the rhinos came and stole James's family, James the Giant Peach. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was traumatized by that as a kid. I was too. It was scary. I remember watching that in like grade school, sitting there and being like, "I don't like this at it's, all." I've, I like bought the VHS and watched it a few years ago because I like watch all those old ones on there, and it's like still kind of creepy. His answer like really scary. That was it was kind of just a creepy movie. Now that I think of it, with like giant talking centipedes. Yeah, that, those freaked me out too. I just remember being very traumatized by the rhinos because it was like, yeah, he like got taken away. But that was really weird. Anyways. I guarantee, I guarantee now since I haven't talked about James and the Giant Peach for probably like eighteen years, I'm gonna go home and see like it on TV or something like. Maybe maybe we'll get some crazy synchronicity with that. The government man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but anyway, on to our episode. Oh, before we get to our episode. Before we get our episode. Tell the people about your new K-pop discovery we're going to open up the episode with. Oh, yeah, so this is a special segment that we're going to be doing called Boy Groups. Since we said, you know, at the very beginning of the year, in our very first episode of the year, we're going to support boy groups, and we haven't done that till right now. Um, but we're doing it right now, so no complaining, anybody. But this segment is called We Love Boy Groups, and... This is a song that, I don't know when it came out. I think, honestly, like a couple weeks ago. I, I think I looked at it and said it came out like a week ago. It's very new, because I remember seeing teasers and stuff for it online. But it's uh, one of Winner's new songs. It's called Hold. Um, 
I caught a clip on Instagram with a video. I didn't listen to it, but it just looked like a really goofy video. I was like, this is funny. So, like, I went and looked it up, and it actually turned out to be a really sick song. And then he, like, posted about it in the Discord. And I was, I was like, like, hey, this is cool. I was like, I'll go listen to it. I listened to it. I was like, wow, this is, like, super sweet. It was, man. like, really, really good. Um, I don't... I like Mino a lot, like, from Winter. Like, that's... I've actually been a fan of his for a long time, so that's how I saw it. It was from, like, his Instagram. But I don't really know the other members. Um, I didn't even know Winter was still a group. So yeah, I know they had Good some, on them for being a group still. Yeah, and they are having some other songs come out, too, I think I saw, but... I saw this, I saw the video, it looked goofy, I looked it up, and it turns out that the song was, like, really, really good. Speaking of that, I was listening to the CLC episode the other day when we were walking, or we, when I was walking, and I was like, you know what, it's coming true, because we were saying about how we don't know if Winter and Blackpink are ever going to come back, because they said after their comebacks, there's going to be a new girl group debuting, and we're like, oh, maybe that's a joke, because no one's ever coming back, and they're never going to have a new girl group, but Winter just came back, so if Blackpink comes back here soon... That means YG's going to have a new girl group coming out, which I don't understand which why. Which makes absolutely zero sense. But we're one-third of the way there, so... But this, the uh, scrolls are starting to come true. The, the ancient scrolls. The ancient scrolls are starting to come through. But yeah, Winner's coming back. Um, and then maybe Blackpink, hopefully. I wish, but if they have a new girl group, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, so anyway, <laughs> about the song, uh, we're going to watch the video for Winner's song, Hold, because the video... It's really just cool. really, really good. So we're going to listen to this and watch it. Also, if you haven't seen the album cover to this, it's so freaking hilarious. You need to check it out. We're going to recreate uh, this photo one day. With our Discord friends. I just love this dude's like banana sweatshirt. They're pretty much in just this like suburban house. Like all in the family. And they're just, like just yeah, it's just like a 90s sitcom, and they're all like brothers, and they have like one sister. And they're all like, I'm not sure if they're trying to look at like what she, who she's talking to. I think, yeah, I think they're trying to see what like boys she's talking to. Right, like, creeping on her. Also, I was telling her earlier, this actress I've like seen before, I just don't know who it is. Yeah, I've seen her before too, it's somebody. But this video is awesome. Oh man, it's so funny. And they're like hiding in the fridge. Also, she has a flip phone, so that yeah, is... I don't understand why she's... She's got, like, a Motorola Razor. I just love the beat and the chorus of the song. It's so oh, good. Oh, that's so cool. I've been listening to it, like, nonstop. Oh, I've listened to it a couple times. It's like, like driving in the car program. It's so nice. It's just nice outside. Hey. Then they found out who she's talking to, and they're making fun of her. No wonder she... No wonder she didn't want him to know. Man, we're just so happy. There's just so much content going on. I know. This guy's like playing guitar. I feel like this video would just be really uh, fun to film. I know, it's so funny. It's like, hey, go be goofy. I always appreciate when boy groups have like a like a beat popular sound. Like I was talking about like the oomph song by yeah. Pentagon. Yeah. Or like uh <laughs> What was the other Pentagon song that was really good? Um Shine. Well no, yeah, Shine Shine was one of the songs. And then like uh, to Shine, Love Scenario. Like all those songs are good. <laughs> right now they're like they're, they're like interrogating the like possible ma- like mafia guys. But no, this song is like really good. Join the discard discard Discord so that we can learn about all this cool music. Actually, like this video is like one of my favorites of the year. It's just so fun. 
My favorite part's coming up when they like are all like a line, like line kick dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and then. <laughs> like this part's so funny. It is like glitter, like fireworks. This is the best choreography of the year. Like, it, just, so funny. it just is. I haven't seen a live stage yet, but I can only hope a live stage like this. Just I so hope this is like a song that they actually do like now. I hope this is a song of the year. I think I'm flying around right now. They're so goofy. What if they like to say, go do something dumb, but just dance around? Just go have fun, guys. Go do your thing, guys. And that's it. <laughs> I wonder what's going on here for the last... poor guy trying to give the girl kiss just didn't happen. And then he leaves. He really shot with like a confetti cannon. <laughs> She's so disappointed now. <laughs> See these like a sitcom guy like laugh tracks and stuff? This guy's back. They did it! They're, They're so hyped. They're so hyped. We hate that guy, yeah! Man, what a great song. That's so fun. I just love the concept of the video. It's amazing. Maybe to the end of the show, we'll see if there's a live version. We can watch a stage if they have one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they had to promote it because it just came back. It's so funny. They did it on Live. Yeah, but I don't know if they have anything. It was behind the scenes. Man, disappointing. But anyways, that was awesome. Yeah, so we just thought since we kind of fell for that song very quickly over the past couple of days, we'd watch the video. Definitely check out Hold by Winter. Watch the video because the video... Is hilarious. It's also, like, if you guys haven't gone listen to Asa by Signature, go check that go out. Go check it out. It's awesome. Go check it out. I'm it's like so good. Super to Jiwon from there. She's so freaking adorable. They um, they've really come on strong with their debut, and then Asa like, they're they're obviously going to be like a girl group that we're going to pay attention to moving forward. You know, like yeah, they, they're really good. They've had a really good uh, start to their careers. So also leading into our topic of the day, since there's going to be an alumni. In this group, go listen to the new album or four songs by Idol because they're all freaking amazing. Yeah, it's I'm like really good. super obsessed with the song Maybe. That's like one of my favorite songs of the year. It's really just crazy seeing like how talented Soyeon is because she literally like wrote or had a part in writing like and um, producing like every single one of the songs. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. She's so talented, and they are like I was listening to the title track uh, at first. It wasn't like my favorite Idol song. But you kind of said it too. It was just like, it's, it's like art. It's yeah, just, the whole album yeah. is just like art, like an art piece. Yeah, like you took out all the lyrics. It's just like a yeah. really good sounding music. It's crazy. Right. And like, yeah, you know, you're right. And like, kind of putting it in that perspective and like listening to the album, you're like, okay, I really do appreciate this because it actually is like different. And the music video for Oh My God like blew my mind. Like it is, it is like a movie. I was really 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 like amazed by the music video like it was so well done since there's only like so many songs in the album I wish I would have made a video for like each song and it was like a story and like yeah for each one like a continuous story until like the end of the thing they totally they totally could have but I was I was really impressed with the video I was like man like Cube definitely um cares way more about them than CLC let's just say it like it is (laughs) we're not gonna beat around the bush yeah I'm not going to lie, I mean, we talked about this a little earlier, but when I watched that video, I was like, I think there's more production in this one Idol video than any CLC video combined in the history of their existence. If you take all 
the quality of every CLC music video, every reality show they've ever made put together, you have the amount of quality that was in the teaser video for Idol's <laughs> comeback they had. But it was amazing. It was so well done. The video was just... I was really, like, blown away by the video. Like, the song at first, I had to listen a couple times to have it grow on me. And, like, like I said, putting it in the perspective you said, I was like, okay, like, this is actually really, really good. But the video, I was blown away. Like, it was so cool. Yeah, it was really good. So check that out. Go check out Signature's new single. Check out their others, their other single. What was it? It was uh, Nanu Nana. Nanu Nana, something like that. So those are going to be our, our recommendations here to start the show off. Yeah, go support Idol. Um, we might get to, depending on the situation with the virus and everything in their tour, if they reschedule, we might be able to go check them out or something in Chicago with our friends. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty good. Squad meet up in a... I'm down. I'm totally down if it happens, so... That's, That's a true. real question, but hopefully we can see you, Idol, in the future, sometime soon. I hope. But for today's episode, we're going to talk about one of our favorite things. Our and it favorite is, ever. It's going to be basically another deep dive into IOI. We love IOI, so this is going to be super exciting. I'm so pumped about this episode because IOI has had a big impact on our K-pop um, lives, like becoming K-pop fans, you know? It's really weird because we really learned about IOI and started listening to them after they disbanded. Yeah. So it wasn't like how Eyes One is now. Well, I guess we kind of got into them later too, but they were actually, actually doing stuff while we knew that it was like going on. Like we had no idea what Produce 101 was or that it was going on before we got into IOI. Yeah, 100%. Like we, we found the songs first and I like... Like, the first time I ever saw IOI, or heard about them, was just on, like, a playlist. And I put a few songs on my K-pop playlist, and I was like, oh, this girl group's, like, really good, IOI. And I, I didn't know anything about, like, the show, Pick Me, anything. And I saw that they were only around for one year, and they disbanded, and I was so confused. Like, what happened to this group that they only had one year? Like, they have good music. Like, what... And then I realized, obviously, learning more about them was the show and the contract. And, but at first, I was very confused. Oh, yeah. I remember, like, knowing, finding out about them. I'm watching that Knowing Bros episode. And then I, like, Googled them later. I'm like, who are these people? Like, oh, ILI. And I was like, oh, they only in group for a year. And this was, like, back before I really knew much about K-pop and how, like, that kind of stuff worked. And that this was a reality show with, like, a timetable with it. So I was really confused as well. And then we kind of, like, backtracked and we saw them, like... We looked up videos and watched like Stand By IOI, and we watched other stuff that like clued us in, like oh, it's like a you know a temporary group. This is what happened, and this is what happened. They're formed through like a reality show, and that's when I first learned like what the survival shows were. Cause I didn't know twice as in the survival show back then. Yeah, same here. Though that's how I learned about all that the voting, just the craze of creating groups from competitions came from seeing IOI and then backtracking and learning about their history and and all that stuff so I, at first I was very just confused by it because I was like why is this group only a thing for a year like so I knew groups didn't last long but like a year I was like that seems kind of crazy because I saw a video and it was saying groups had just banded in whatever year it was and it was like four years three years for all these other groups and it was like one year and I'm like how did the wheels fall off this fast but I know, right? it was because of the situation it was but speaking of IOI, we'll give you some little information about it here, or about them here. Their IOI stands for Ideal of Idols. So it's also, if you look at it, 101 from Produce 101. 
Because all the producers groups had like some type of name that played all right. Whatever it was like, you know, like Wana One, Eyes One, X One. I think it was called X One. But anyway, I think it was. Like, I don't know about that. And like you said, they're formed from a reality show called Produce One Hundred One, which was a survival show put on by C and J Entertainment and Inmet. And the whole thing was. All the girls were from 46, there was 101 girls from 46 different companies, and they competed kind of every week to get votes, and whoever got the most votes at the end were going to be the final 11 girls that made it into IOI, which was like the hand-picked group by like the voters or producers, whatever you want to call them, the nation's voters. Yeah. And this was the first season. Like, IOI came from the very first season of the Produce series. And obviously there's been multiple ones since then, but... They were the first group that really set off like a huge craze for like produced series survival shows. Um, but as we know now, it was all rigged. Looking back at it, but that's okay. True. Which um, is a huge bummer, but I feel like that doesn't change, especially for IOI. Um, kind of the legend status that they earned for what they did and all that. You know, I mean. Oh, they were legend. Everybody. Like, I remember we were watching, remember, like, uh, Produce 48, and they were, like, all the trainees were showing up, and they are guessing which, like, um, companies were going to come out next, and the only way they, like, knew the companies were based off the girls from, you know, IOI that made it. They were like, oh, Pilates Entertainment, like, that's Stone Nyung, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or all Chung Huss from this company, or so-and-so's from this company. Like, everybody, like, looks up to them, is like, wow, these people made it, like, you know, this was IOI, they're like, they're, they're, it's crazy how much of an impact they had in, like, what was, like, the eight months that they were, like, a group. Yeah, and just even the first episode of uh, Produce 48, when um, King Daniel and Somi come out to just, like, address all the trainees and just kind of welcome them to the show, um, just the look on the trainees' faces, it's like they just seem like God. Like, yeah. in the flesh like they're like almost in tears because they're like oh my gosh that's Somi that's King Daniel like the winners of the first two seasons and it was just just like how it went down I mean we've heard from like multiple groups multiple idols just say how much they look up to the the produce 101 girls and how much of an impact they've had on like their careers moving forward and I feel like a lot of it is too it's like they're like if they can do it we can do it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they made it, we can make it. And they were, like, from this company, they weren't, like, you know, super popular, but they managed to make it and get voted in. So, you know, we can also do it, so. No, yeah, and that's that's kind of what, like, well, I mean, essentially what the show was, like, meant to pretty much do. I mean, it is a bummer the way, like, all the truths we found out about it with the, the votes and everything. But, like, in, in just looking at it, it is just, like, this is an opportunity for all the contestants. Like, you guys have a shot to, like, be be someone, be, like, make your dreams come true on TV and be in this final group. Yeah, so the 11 girls that made it are Lim Nayang from Pledis Entertainment, Kim Chung-ha from M&H Entertainment. I don't know why whenever I say that, it just sounds so weird. M&H. M&H. You say it, like, really fast. M&H. Uh, Kim Sejong from Jellyfish Entertainment, Jung Chaeyoung from MBK, Cho Kyokyung, or Pinky, who also is from Pledis Entertainment, Kim So-hee from S&P Entertainment, Yu Yeonjong from Starship, Choi Yoo-jung from Fantiago, Kang Mina from Jellyfish, Kim Doyon from Fantiago, and John Somi from JYP. Those were your your 11 girls that, you can't seem to do air quotes, 
Voted in as the, voted in voted in as the eleven. Okay, final I members. will say we don't know about Produce One Hundred and One because we didn't watch it and we didn't even like go back and check. And I'm sure there's people that are mad about someone being like the first one out or the first one in. But I will say that the people, whoever was in, in control of this thing, the people that they put in the final group, you guys did a pretty good job because all these girls are really amazing. And even I think the only one that. <laughs> Probably would give it away that it was rigged because that Zoe made it. It's really funny because we like. I love about, Zoe, but yeah, we talked about it yesterday, and it, even then I was like turning like the wheels in my head slowly. I was like, "This is a red flag. This girl who's going to be an actress that has no she experience came with zero experience to be an idol singer and doesn't even want to do this at all is just tr- like she made it. Like finished that, like top five, like and like Zoe didn't make it. Like I don't know. It's just like okay, there's, like, yeah. There's like so many other girls that. Or in groups now that it's just kind of like, wow, how did this happen? <laughs> how and did we get here? And, and like nothing against Zoe because we really have like she's amazing. She's and, one of my favorite members. And I'm glad she made the group, but it's just looking at it, you're just like, wait a minute, something, something, here something seems a little fishy. It's here. just like that meme where it's like she ends up in the group and it's just like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> I got myself in this situation. It's just so funny. I never really even like thought about that before, but a couple days ago when we talked about this episode, I was like, wait a minute. Like, yeah, so she it, literally had no no dance experience, no singing experience. She wanted to be an actress, and she joined her company, and they just like, put her in this for some reason. It's I don't just, understand why. Yeah, it's just weird because looking at the Produce 48 um, episodes, which we've watched all but the last one, which we will watch eventually. I don't know if I'll ever watch it. I don't know when if we want to be depressed and say maybe when the tornado finally hits to finish us all. Um, but it was like there's no one like that on there. That's like literally someone just like being thrown in with absolutely like no experience doing this at all. Like even a lot of the Japanese performers at least were like performers. Because I think even like <laughs> Minju still did some acting, but she also I think made music a little bit. And um, she sang something. <laughs> I don't know if Kwong Bay did or not, but I don't know. She's there regardless. Well, it is funny, but we do love Soe. Nothing against Soe at all. Like, don't. This is not Soe hate. We <laughs> do not. This we do not hate Soe on this podcast. It was just kind of funny looking at that. Yeah, it is weird looking back at it because she did it. She literally achieved the impossible. They even bring it up in like Produce Forty Eight when they're talking to uh, Doya. She's like. Oh yeah, you look a lot like a uh, um, a girl who had no chance of making the group, but you made it in the final lineup. Or they're like, there's a couple times like, wow, you're feeling down on yourself. There's this one trainee in the first season who had no experience, and she still made the final lineup. It's just so really you funny. Can do it. It's really funny because they always say that like we're supposed to be like, who is it? And oh I was my like, gosh. Okay, guys, there's only one answer here. We know who it is. But yeah, they always like point back to it. So apparently, they were surprised by it too. So. Either they didn't know it was rigged, or she actually really just improved a lot. I have no idea. Doesn't, I, don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I don't know, but... Yeah, that's the 11 members that made it. And on April 4th, 2016, before they even debuted, they had a, pre, a pre-debut a single called Crush. And I also feel like they may have made the song before it even had like, their name and stuff. Like It was just like out before... Yeah, they even became IOI. I don't even know if they had a name out or anything. Just like right after the show ended that they made this. It is weird because I was listening to my playlist today driving this came on and I was like, I don't even know the last time I like heard this, but it like randomly popped up. Yeah, I was like, oh, how fitting. It's a really good song. No, it is a really good song. But uh, like I said, it's pre-debut, and we have, well, the next song coming up, 
came out a month after this one did. So it's not like there was a lot of time in between, you know, like this coming out and coming out the next one. Right. So I don't really know why they made a pre like debut single unless they're really just trying to get the word out about it really fast. <laughs> I guess they're just trying to put something out there for the people. But no. So Crush is their pre-debut single that came out on April 4th, 2016. And then after that is when they had their official debut, and they played Dream Girls. And this came out May 4th, 2016, and it was off their first album, Chrysalis. And this is like a really popular song. Yeah, I, this was uh, this was one of the first IOI songs I ever heard. I remember. I love this song. It's really good. The video is really awesome too, with all them. Oh yeah, dude, like the different. Isn't Cherry like baking a cake? I think and Mina's like works in a gas station, and one of them's like a ballerina, like a doom tumbling. Someone's like a tennis player. It's just funny. They're all doing their different jobs to achieve their dreams. It's true. But this was their first single that came out. Um, like I said, it came out a month, a literally a month after the pre-debut single. Yeah. Um, so they were like, they're like, they're pushing out songs pretty quick here. Like they're trying to get their money's worth. They must have known they had limited time to, I guess. They probably just had everything ready. They're like, all right, you guys just need to sing so we can put it under there, and then. But I mean, they are the dream girls. Yeah, this is like the most fitting name to a single for IOI ever. Like they achieved the uh, the dream of becoming IOI. Also, one of the only times where, like all the members were there for the, anything. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. Because I mean, this came out like right after they became a group. So whole IOI was actually here for this, which is very rare. Because after this came out, what is it? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like a week later, seven days. On May 11th, 2016, Cheon left to go back to DIA. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeon Jung left to go back to Cosmic Girl. And then Sejong and Mina both left to go to Gugudon. Because the way their contracts were set up with this, I'm not sure about the later ones, but I know for these, the way the contracts were set up was they were allowed to promote with ILY as long as it didn't interfere with promotions for their actual groups that they were in with their other companies. Yeah, and... And looking back on it now, I don't know if the the company or Mnet or whoever would have known how big IOI would have been as a group. So, like, looking back at the contract now, it's like, oh, you have the one year and then the members are going off to do their other thing. It, like, doesn't make sense because you think you would want to have them as IOI for as long as possible to, like, promote as a whole unit. So, with everyone gone, it's, like, kind of weird at times and... Um, when we watch them on reality shows and variety shows sometimes, most of the time there's like someone not there. Yeah, I don't, I think, I want to say when we watch Stand by IOI, which is like the little reality show they think they had when they first debuted, that and like the very last promotions where they were on Knowing Bros might have been the last time that all of them were together. Those might have been the only two times I remember all members being there. And I think those, the last time they are on Knowing Bros might have been their like last thing they did like, like their last thing like one of their last TV things they've ever they ever did together so they weren't together very much I know for a fact Yeonjung and Cheon were like never there like I don't I, even, I don't like, remember ever yeah, seeing them there doing anything never like I, like I honestly was wondering if like Chan was like still in the group because she was like not at stuff I was like yeah, oh. or Yeonjung like I just did not remember them being in any of the things I I don't maybe maybe why they're like maybe 
like lower on my like list of favorite IY members because they're like not even in the game. So I mean, hey, <laughs> it's hard to do when you're not there. You know what I'm saying? It's true. I mean, and they had their priority or like their company's priorities, so obviously they can't do anything about it. Yeah, I think like uh, I don't remember anyone from Eyes One leaving to go do anything else. No, no. I actually don't remember anybody from One Hundred One doing anything else either. So maybe they fixed that stipulation of the contract. I feel like a lot of the contracts for these next groups got reworked after IOI, seeing how popular they were. Yeah, and, um, and with, like, the Produce 101, they just, like, that's just, like, all it is is, like, awesome promotion for your company. Like, because, you know, them being on TV, and then especially if you get a girl in the final lineup, like, that's only promoting your company more. So whenever they go back to their group, they're going to have that, like, IOI bump, you know what I mean? Like, all that Which hype. is why all those companies paid so much money to rig the voting. I mean, yeah, they knew what they were getting in. Like, they knew <laughs> what it would mean to put your girl in the, like, IOI. Like, you're going to get that clout of you had an IOI girl. It's because- like that uh, when mid-majors get in the NCAA tournament, they don't care if they get destroyed because they get the million dollars. For, like, yeah, they're just the happy to be there. But, like, they knew the, like, how important that would be to get their members in. So that's why it was just confusing to me that, oh, you finally get someone in there, like, okay, get back to your group, like, why not just, like, let that go? Especially since you said they, what, promoted not even a whole year? Yeah, it was like eight, nine months. Eight, like, nine months? Like, just let them be in IOI, and then they come to back to their group with the ultimate, like, on-fire clout of, like, oh, here they are. The other thing that's funny is if you hear other people refer to some of the other groups, they're like, oh, yeah, I don't know any of these members, but... I know there's, like, an IOI in that group. Like, they just yeah. know there's a member from IOI in the group. Even the girls who didn't make the final group and are in some of these groups we're going to talk about that, like, were contestants or placed very high are super popular just because they're on the show. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. So that's why it always was confusing to me that these companies pulled out, like, Cheyenne or... or um, Yun Jung or, or Yun Jung or, or anyone else just because, like, oh, you need to go back to your group. Like, dude... Let them get all that freaking build from being well, an IOI. They're trying to build off them being an IOI, I guess, and putting stuff out really fast. Yeah, I guess it's just having them do that. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a, I don't run a company, but... There's uh, actually a bunch of groups I found out about later on because I Googled the members of IOI and found out they were in other groups since they disbanded. Yeah. So if it wasn't for that, I'd never have known about these other groups. It's true. And, I mean, a lot of them are kind of idle now, but... We like all of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're all good. They're all, like, really good groups. I mean, RIP to some, but we'll get there. Literally, like, a lot of them. We'll get there. But, so after those members left, they created their first subunit, and they released the song What a Man on August 9th, 2016, which is one of your favorite songs. This is one of my favorite songs probably ever. I'm really disappointed, though, that we couldn't have all the members because it doesn't say it's a subunit. It still says IOI, so it kind of sucks that we couldn't have everybody Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know why, because even when they, other people make subunits, they change the name. But unless this is just the What A Man subunit. I guess. Like, But, yeah, this is one of my favorite songs ever. Probably my favorite IOI song that they made, which, again, stinks because they're not all there. Yeah. This is the also the lineup of these like I wanna say what is it, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, seven six or seven members that like promoted this are like the ones that I remember like being around the most, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Like different shows and stuff, they're the ones that are like really this, around. This group being on um Weekly Idol uh, was probably one of my favorite Weekly Idol episodes like ever. Oh yeah, that's really that was amazing. That's why I like fell in love with like all the members and like it was just such a... Check out that episode. It's old, but it's super funny. Also, they're wearing, like, 
white leather clad outfits. <laughs> it's just cool because this was just a different vibe than what the normal IOI. Uh, I guess release was like it's more of girl crush. Like they didn't. Yeah, because a lot of the other stuff's more upbeat and poppy. You know, like just like your poppy, I guess songs, kind of like a uh, happy summery songs. You know, like yeah. the kind of songs that we're like super into. So it's like a it was a good change, I guess. Yeah, it was cool, and they they rocked it. I feel like they did really really well. Also, all the members just like freaking awesome. They yeah, they I just wish everyone could be there. I was like, man, I. I think about it randomly sometimes how I've just got robbed in life of not having Sejong, um, Sejong in uh, dress and leather, or just in what a man. Like she would have done so well with that. It would have been. So That's cool. how I feel when I think about Wendy falling off that platform and not being okay and not being part of a uh, psycho. I know we can, we're like. Man, that's just a whole other just bummer of them coming back with Psycho, the best song ever, and then. The stupid like incident with Wendy because of the idiots who set up the stage and didn't help her. It's crazy that she like just got out of the hospital. I saw like yeah, but hey, that was, she's doing better. Thank goodness. Get well, Wendy, man. You were in there for a long time. Like well, I she feel has, like serious interest. I feel her pelvis. And, yeah, like, her, I feel her so face. bad for her. Like I legitimately feel like awful for her. I hope she's. Uh, I hope she's doing well. According to her, and according to the company, she is. But of course, of course, the company's gonna say she that. She fell like twelve feet. She did. That's, that's so a, that's far. A really long time. Or a long time, a really long way. Um, but after What a Man and their little uh, subunit, they came out with this song, Very, 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 which is arguably the most popular song that they have. And this came out. called some different album. For some reason, it's like mixed up on Spotify too. It's like maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It's like it's like mixed up. I don't know why. Yeah. But this came out October seventh, twenty sixteen. Yeah. And this is off the EP Miss Me, and I'm hundred percent sure all the members are back for this. Yeah. And this song was also made. I don't remember if I said, but it was made by JYP, the man himself. So. I mean, you know it's going to be good if it's made by JRP. I hope he's... He you know he showed him all the choreography of this, too. Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. But, doing the little sports outfits, back to their poppy, you know, summery roots. It's a great song. It's an amazing song. The other thing that's funny is we learned from uh, John Young and her birthday be live that this song was originally supposed to be a Twice song, and then yeah. it became an IOI song. Yeah. I could totally see this being a Twice song. Like, 100%. Like, early... Not... Like, earlier twice, too. Like, yeah. Man, that would have been crazy. But I'm glad it's an IOI song. Because, like I said, this is one of the one of the most popular songs. So, And this is one of the, the everyone's favorite stages from Cody's 48, too. Oh, yeah. Everyone freaked out. They, like, fought over who was going to perform the song in, like, the performance bit. Like, it was what everyone wanted to do. But, I mean, why wouldn't you want to do it? It's because it's from IOI. They yeah. all love IOI. Why would you not like, want to do it? Oh, my gosh. Just, it's, it is legendary. It's legit legendary. I mean, this is definitely my favorite IOI song. And we both have this album, right? I'm pretty sure. Signed. Yeah, we have yeah. it signed by all the members. So, that's pretty cool. Good for you, IOI. Thanks, JYP, for giving us that beautiful, beautiful... Thanks, JYP, for existing and just making this world a better place. Why couldn't JYP just take all the members and just make Can them he be group? the president of the United States? Can we get him in the running for that? I know, right? Can we do him as a write-in ballot? He just seems like a really nice guy. But that came out, like I said, in well, actually, I don't know if I said it, October of 2016, and then after that they promoted that for a little bit. It was great. Also, if you've never seen the live stages for that, all the live stages are like awesome. Really cool. Um, IOI 
released their final stage and their final single called Downpour. And I learned that there was a bunch of people that submitted, like, songs. I guess, I don't know if it's people, companies, whoever it is. Submitted songs for them to use as their final song. But this was written by Woozy of Seventeen. So he, I guess, won the raffle to have the, the last song. The by, last uh, song for IOI. And this song is, like I said, downpour. And it's, like, super sad. Comes with that piano so you know what's up. Yeah, you hit that piano, man, and I'm instantly just, I'm instantly just done. Finished. It's called Downpour. Like, come on now. It really stinks that like all these songs are like the last songs, like not like happy songs, just like sad songs. You know what I'm saying? And they often just like stand on stage and look sad and, and sing, like, and then it's done. It's and then they're like crying and you just never see them again. Disbandment sucks, and obviously it's a part of life, but it's a bummer. And then, yeah, they came out Downpour, and then they officially disbanded and closed their fan cafe on January 29th, 2017. What a sad day. I know, right? So they officially became a group on... Well, their official group release was May 4th, 2016, and they disbanded January 29th. So May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. So they were around for about 10 months. Because this is like at the very, very so end of January. what you're saying is we still have two months that IOI can still do something. So Yeah, apparently. Bring them back, even though all those rumors are always wrong all the time. Yeah, there's always the rumors. They've said themselves, too, that they want to have a reunion. But uh, who knows what's ever going to happen. Yeah, turn that's, this off, please. Because that's just been... <laughs> Because that's just been shot down numerous times. Um, it's it just never like worked it was, out. What was that, about a year ago? It seemed like it was, or last summer. Oh, great background. Yeah, it's pretty Olivia just looks so cool. They all look so cool. Sweaty wolf child. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it was about a year ago or something that there was like actually like a lot of momentum behind like, oh, IOI is going to come back. And then it was like, oh, this member can't make it. This member can't make it. But they're still going to do this. And then... It all fell apart. It all just fell apart. Chuck Hall was really pushing hard for it, but it all fell apart. It really sucks because everyone would like that. Like, who wouldn't want that? Yeah, I know. I don't know. Maybe it'll still happen. I, I mean, still they got talk hope. about it all I the still time. still got hope for... I mean, just like having released one or two songs, they can do it. Well, now that a lot of groups don't exist anymore, I don't know what's holding them back from... Yeah, they're not doing anything else. <laughs> really doing it. <laughs> but there's a brief history of IOI, and they're, uh... Eight months as a group. Everyone's staying IOI. RIP for uh, for the goats. Man, sad day. I think I have an IOI poster somewhere. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we have yeah, like I said, we have um, we have multiple albums. We have the one signed album that's like Miss Me, and then I have What a Man, and you have the debut I think I have, album. I think I, I can't read. Though. I think I have both of them down there. Yeah, like we have IOI albums and. It was just a group, I and mean, they were a group, too, that we really found out about when we were getting into K-pop, too, so they were kind of one of those, like, front runners for us, just, like, learning about the whole industry, so... Yeah, they were one of the original groups we got into. There's IOI, Red Velvet, um, 4 Minute. I think those were the first three that we really got into. It was, like... Yeah, it was, like, it was like Red Velvet, and then IOI... It was, I'd say IOI before even, like, twice... Yeah, I was definitely like one of the first two or three we got into. The only we got, I guess we really get into Four Minute that much, but that's like one of the first songs we by just like Four knew Minute. Who they were. We yeah, we like knew who they were. But groups, groups, it was definitely. I think IOI might have been like the second group. As we got far into. as just like, you know, like learning everyone's name and like watching a lot of what they do, they were definitely one of the first ones. Yeah. Um, 
Probably one of the like first bigger groups that I like learned all the people. Definitely. Dude, I just want to get this as like a wall flag. Yeah, it's so cool. And you need just like if we could just have like a little better quality, it'd be like the greatest picture of all time. It looks a lot better on my. Yeah, it's just because the bigger screen. But yeah, it's the, it's like legitimately everyone looks so cool. I just need a Photoshop hostel on back there. <laughs> just like as the sun in Teletubbies. Yeah, just up in the corner. Fogrell's got um, what is it? The cherry bomb. What's yeah, this? the wallpaper on my uh, laptop is a, uh, them. It's Luna. And well, it's yeah, Luna at the end of the cherry bomb video, um, and they just look their dance, dance cover, and they just. Everyone looks super cool, and they all like just—they're just really cool. And Hyunjin's pants are tucked into her socks. They just look like ballers out there. Except there's no hustle, so that sucks. But. Except for Chu over here going against everyone's beliefs and wearing black socks. I know, right? What a horror! Speaking of the girls of IOI, would not be happy about seeing that. It's my favorite video in Stand By IOI when Pinky and Nayoung make fun of Chung Ha for I think she had white socks on, and they literally just like. Or Who sitting there, I don't, I don't remember if they're gray or white. They're just like normal. They're literally like normal socks. I don't know the difference, but they're eating um, sweet potatoes, and then they're just like, "Why do you have white socks?" And then they start just crying, dying, laughing. And she's like, "What? Like, I'm not fan. I'm not gaudy like you." It's just like the funniest clip of all time. It's like my favorite K-pop clip ever. Man, why does Kim Lip look so buff in this? She looks like she's about to fight somebody. They all look like they're about to beat your butt, like. I'm sorry, ass. <laughs> Excuse my French. No, like, li- like, who doesn't look like you just beat your ass right now? Even freaking Vivi's out here just trying to murder some folks. Like, I know. take my wallet. It's Squad. okay. Like, a little, like, Jinsel is just, even Yojin, just like. All four foot five of her Dude, she is, is, she is so short. Look, look at this picture over here. Look how short she looks compared to, like, Vivi. And Vivi's like five Vivi's foot like more. a tiny, tiny thing. And then Yojin's just. How tall is she? She's got to be like five. It says foot. she's like five one, but I don't believe. I don't. Her. I think no she's way. way shorter. Than five no one. way. I don't we, know if she's five foot. Can we get the official measurements out here and have her Yo, stand Jin, next how, to Nako and see how tall she is? I just want them to have a tall off and just see who is. You better watch out because they're too short. TLC's going to give them their own, <laughs> Dude, their own show. I would be <laughs> the biggest fan of that TV show, Little People, Big World, <laughs> <laughs> Little Idols, Big World. It's just them trying to, like, reach stuff on the second shelf. <laughs> Impossible. Can't happen. Oh, my gosh. It's a great background, though. And they all have, like, awesome shoes and fans and everything. And Anyways. Pretty much right. just keeps me going life. But back to IOI. Now that we've talked about their uh, their brief history, we can introduce you to all the members of the group oh. more in depth. And I'll go in order from, like, who finished where. Go so. for it. i get the charger. Okay. Our number one person oh that finished back. number one in the rankings was John Somi from JYP Entertainment, formerly JYP Entertainment. She's a lead dancer, lead vocal, rapper, face, center, and maknae. She was born on March 9th, 2001, and her biggest thing that makes people love her is that she's half Canadian, Dutch, and Korean. So she's like half Canadian, Dutch, so... I guess just white and is and Korean. An interesting mix. So she like is what everybody loves where she looks white but she like speaks Korean so like everybody loves her. And uh, she's currently a solo artist under the YG Black label. I don't know what the difference is between YG Black label and YG but she's in the YG Black label. I guess when you're in the YG Black label you get to hang out with Zico all the time. I don't know. And that's that's literally all it is is you just like hang out with Zico. I was going to say you don't do anything more than the normal YG artists, but they don't really do anything either. Well, Blackpink doesn't do anything either, so 
Yeah. Apparently, you just in YG, you just get to take a nice break. And get paid. <laughs> I don't know. They, they guess it worked. But she did come, she has like some reality show that just came out, or like a, about her life, so I'll probably check that out. It's nice to see her doing something, but. I did see in that clip I sent you, she's like test driving like a Ferrari. No, I saw a thing about that. It's, she's like drives it in one of the episodes, early episodes, and people were, of course, the netizens to complain about everything were bad because they thought it was too fancy of a car for her to have. They're like, this, why would you ever spend that much? But, and so the company had to come out and say that that's not her car. They were just driving it for the show. I'm like, that's so bogus that, like, the company has to come out and say that. Like, who cares? Like, yeah. why? It's like, Somi can drive whatever car she wants. She's awesome. But, but she is a very, very popular person. Yeah. She dominated. I mean, she, well, whatever the actual voting was, we don't know. But in the votes they had, she dominated. Like, it was not... It was not close in the end. Like she, yeah, she ran away with the with winning. It was like a one-two battle for a while, but then she just like got rigged into the very top and won. She won by like hundreds of thousands of votes. Which in real life, who knows how many that is? They got to use that Catholic school multiplier. Seriously, yeah, they moved her up. They moved her down, and she just dominated smaller schools. But I don't know. Like that's, I'd like to. Was there even actual votes? Who knows? Like I don't know. Was that ever a thing? It hurts my brain. Which really funny is when you think much. about it is nobody said. I'm sure people had ideas, but no, nothing really came about it until the X one thing happened, and that's really what just tumbled everything. Well, yeah, it was like oh, rumors about X one, and then it was like okay, confirmed X one, and then it was like rumors about Eyes one, and then it was like confirmed, and then it was like yeah, we did all of them. Like, yeah, it just like broke under the pressure, and then it was like yeah, people were like oh, we knew it this whole time, but it wasn't. It was funny until the last season they had with the boys that it really like opened up really just opened up the can of worms now Idol School's under pressure uh, any reality show ever is under pressure thing, it although just, it's not stopping China from having their own produced series going on which looks really cool and I kind of just want to watch all of it when I'll just watch it when it's all done because it looks sick and Lisa's on it so and Sally's one of the contestants oh yeah that's wait, know, so, she's already in a group <laughs> so is the one Sally's in the one Lisa's on right now because that's going on. I don't know. It must be another one. I think it's a different thing. I think it's a different thing, too. It hasn't started yet. But yeah, shout out to uh, Sally. We're wishing you the best of luck for Even trying to be Even though you could literally just be in a group right now. <laughs> and from Gugadon, my favorite member of Gugadon is just in this Chinese uh, reality show. So it literally is just like, looks like Produce 101 for China, but you all go, us, Sally. All us Dan Jacks just have to... Uh, Except the fact she's never coming back. I don't think And she I don't is. think Gugudon's gonna come back. Either. I hope Lisa I hope can we just get Sejong as a uh, like dance coach for that and then she just yells at Sally of how she's doing wrong and That'd be pretty funny. I don't know. But uh We'll check it out though, Sally. We wish you best of luck. The number two person that finished in the votes is Kim Sejong or God Sejong. And she's from Jellyfish Entertainment and she was a main vocalist. She was born August 28th, 1996, and she's currently in aforementioned Goo Goo Don, who may or may not be a group anymore, and she's doing solo work, so if they're really pushing her as a soloist, uh, I'm not sure how confident I am that they're coming back. I don't think they're going to be back. I, I think they will, but since they weren't doing anything, it's obviously the smart move to give Sejong her own like solo, because... She she's is also, like the popular, most popular. She's members. also super popular without even making music. Yeah, because really, I feel like the most important people in this world are um, like JYP, and then right under JYP is Sejong. Like, I swear she should be like the president of Korea. Just, she's like everywhere. She just like has this like 
Like, everything about her is just, like, an amazing quality, and she's just a great human being. Also, she hates it, but she's just, like, grade A, a go master. Like, when she turns it on, she, she turns she, it on. I don't think there's anything she can't do. There really isn't. She's really good at, like, athletic stuff, singing, dancing, doing commercials, <laughs> acting, being an ad. Remember when she was in that one drama, and she, like, was, like, talking to, like, her boyfriend and doing her a stuff? That was when I found out what Egg really meant to me. Yeah. Was watching her do that. But so, yeah, she's, there's like nothing she can't do. Extremely talented vocalist. Um, I mean, I didn't watch Produce 101, but I feel like I'd vote for her to be the winner. So yeah. she came in second. So thank you. I will definitely say on all the other stuff we saw afterwards, they really built up this whole like one verse two thing between her and Somi. Which I didn't understand because it wasn't like close. Like enemies or something like that. I don't know. I mean, you gotta build drama. We know we, we do know one thing from watching Produce 48 is they make it as suspenseful and drama-filled as possible. So. Or as the fans like to call it, the devil's editing. <laughs> the devil's lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it makes sense that they would do that, but Kim Sejong is... She's incredible, so shout out to you. She was also my, my favorite member of my bias in uh, IOI, so... Is she now? Like, Well, I guess looking at it now... In IY? Yeah. Yeah, she's still okay. my favorite. I didn't know if she was, because like, I know she was from like the beginning. I didn't know if like someone else came in and swooped the spot, but. No, she's still my favorite. Yeah, she's the best. My favorite memory of her was when they were on Knowing Bros and they found out she had a forehead bigger than a forehead because they mentioned <laughs> it and it was like, and she like pulled her bangs back and she said it was like nine or ten inches and she's like freaking out. They literally got the measuring stick out there. And they measured how big everyone's forehead was. And hers was just, it was a grade A forehead. She also has the best like smiley eyes. That's how I found out what smiley eyes really were. And um, that's why she's like perfect for all advertisements. So oh, yeah. she just is, she does everything over in Korea, so good for her making uh, that bank. Number three was Choi Yoo-jung from Fantiago Entertainment. She was a lead rapper, lead dancer, lead vocalist. She was born November 12th, 1999, and she's currently in one of the two active groups, Wacky Mackey. That's little sister. <laughs> she, I mean, some people have different vibes about them as an idol, but Yoo Jung is like the ultimate, just like, she is like the ultimate little sister. And that's like why she plays so high. Well, yeah, like that's what people say. Like all the people that have talked about her are just like, oh, she's just like that little sister who's just like really funny. Exactly. And that's just like, I, mean, I wonder if she likes that as like a thing. You gotta go look at her on variety shows when she does all her, like, she's really good at Aegyo too, but she's also a tiny person. And she does her like funny grandma dancing. She just like she just like is one of those people who just like gets into all like anything. She's like yeah, I'll go do this. Like it's funny and just like she just does it. She doesn't. Like, she doesn't really. She doesn't get bugged about looking goofy or anything like that. Which so. is good. Yeah, which is being like makes it's amazing quality. Um, number four is Kim Chan Mi or Chung Ha. She's from M&H Entertainment. She's the main dancer, lead vocal, rapper, and rapper. She's born February 9th, 1996, and she's currently a solo artist. And then one big thing about Chung Ha is she spent about eight years of her life living in Texas. So she's, like, Somi speaks, like, perfect English. So there's funny clips of her and Somi, like, talking to each other in English because they both, like, speak English. Or, like, when they go to, like, do, like, KCON or other stuff, she, like, will talk for the group because she... Speaks perfect English. Yeah, her and Song are like the main English speakers. Song is like by far, maybe not by far, but my favorite member from IOI 
uh, probably like the best dancer I've ever seen. So that was She's what really that was what like won me over was just like seeing her dance, and I was just like like really blown away by her. Um, her just like ability, so that made me such a fan. I was like, okay, she's just like so cool. And we were talking about the other day, and I was telling about how I do remember thinking, like, out of all the members, she became a soloist. And I really wasn't sure how that was going to work out for her. So I knew she was like an incredible dancer, but I'd never like been blown away by like her singing abilities or anything like that. Um, but she proved me wrong. She's doing great. Her yeah. solo career, she's super popular. Like, everybody loves her. Yeah, I kind of thought the same, just because she was such a good dancer, and I was like, oh man, like. You think putting an amazing dancer in just like a group would be like the move, right? Like that yeah. would be you just show off the dancing ability, give them a breakdance or a breakdown for dancer or something. Pretty much, yeah, just like putting him in a group to be the dancer. But yeah, she has done nothing but thrived as a solo artist, and I feel like she's just someone that everyone really loves. Like, yeah, all K-pop fans can just like agree, like yeah, Chung Ha's awesome. So good for you, Chung Ha. She's also really funny. Check too. out her video of her dancing to Beyonce from Produce 101. It's one of the best videos ever. So. She's also the main person who just pushes for like a reunion for uh, IOI. She's just like, no one loves IOI more than Chunga loves IOI. She always like is keeping in touch with the girls too and supporting. Like she was just with Sejung for one of her stages for her solo, like taking pictures and stuff. So she's out there supporting all the girls. Uh, number five is... Kim Soe, she was a vocal and a rapper. I don't know if either one of those are true. Soe was a rapper? I don't know. <laughs> she was was born, everyone a rapper I think in so. Is this I, a rap group? I think so. <laughs> this is a Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> there were, she was born July 19th, 1999, and she joined as an actress, like we said earlier, from S&P Entertainment, and she currently is an actress. She's the only member who has done nothing music-related since leaving IOI. But, I mean, she went there to be an actress... She got kind of popular, got some web dramas. Now she's like doing some acting in some movies. So good for you, Zoe. That was what she wanted to do. So I do know she her. has her own fan cafe. It's really popular. So and yeah, she uh, has a cool Instagram as well. So good for you. You you done did it. She's <laughs> she's she's doing an actor. So I I've never watched anything with her in it, but um, I'm sure it's awesome. Man, Zoe was awesome. She's one of my favorite members. She's though. just really funny. She's a, a, like hilarious all the time. Uh. Now, number six was Cho Kyung or Pinky, and she's from Pledis Entertainment. She's a lead dancer, vocal, and a visual, which is 100% true. She was born Big December facts. 16th in 1998, and she's formerly in Princeton, mm. but now she is just in China doing whatever they ask her to do. Yeah, Pinky, probably my 1A favorite person in the group. She was just super charismatic and just super fun, and that's why you like she like has hosted stuff. Like she hosted the, uh, or she was one of the judges or dance teachers on the produce show in China. And I've seen her even on Korean stuff, just do stuff. Like I remember she did a video with like Hee Chul. Like she's just a really charismatic idol that you really just kind of fall for, just listening to her talk and just watching her and stuff. But. She's also yeah. extremely talented at playing, like, the Chinese guitar. Is that what it was? I forgot what the actual name of it is, but... We're going to go with Chinese guitar. She's like, really, yeah. she's, like, really good at it. Like, that's what they, like, made her do is, like, a talent on shows. She just seems really fun, too. Just She's just overall really, really awesome, as are all the members. But I really, I really fell in love with Pinky. She's just super talented, super funny, and just someone that, when they're on the screen, you just, like, don't look away, but... Yeah, she's in China now, probably never coming back, but that's okay. I mean, she's doing acting over there, doing promote, or... She'll be fine. She's <laughs> just, yeah, she's fine, and... She's the Sejong of China. She just seems like she's just, like, 
Yeah, you're just you just like don't worry. Like she's gone. I might not see her again, but she's good. Like yeah, we'll, she'll be alright. We'll see check-ins on social media. Um, number seven was the member that may or may not have been in the group the entire time. No one's really sure. Who knows? Uh, Jung Cheon. She was a vocalist in a visual. Um, she was born yes. December first, nineteen ninety-seven, and she's from MBK Entertainment, and she is currently in DIA, who also may or may not still be a group. We're not sure. I really will be sad the day DIA gets disbanded, which could be tomorrow. Because if they're not, if, I mean, if they're gone, who's going to do it? Amazing. Like I don't. I mean, shout out to that name in itself, "Do It Amazing." That's literally a life motto right there. But yeah, you said she's a visual. And I've told you this before, but I feel like if I put visual in the dictionary, you could obviously put, like, a ton of idols in that picture, but Cheyenne would be one that's like, okay, this is what a K-pop idol visual is. Like, just a gorgeous human being. Like My other favorite thing about her is I remember they were, like, talking, you know how like, the netizens are, and they're like, oh, this person got, like, surgery, like, plastic surgery, you know? And she's like, yeah, I did, so what? And she's, it's like, fessed like, up to it. She's like, yeah, I did, okay. And it's like, yeah, it's obviously, like, their choice of, like... It obviously worked. Like, they're gorgeous human beings, so... And, I mean, I don't know what she got done or anything, so... But she's a gorgeous... She's just beautiful. She is a visual. Like, that is 100% her job. Just go be a visual, and that's what she does. Go do it amazing. Do it amazing. Um, next up, number eight, was Kim Doyon from Fantiago Entertainment. Just like Yoon Jung. She's a vocalist and a visual as well. Just a lot of visuals in this group. Uh, she was born December 4th, 1999, and she also is currently in Weki Meki. Out there with Yujung representing. Who are actually active in an active group doing things, which is... It is funny that Weki Meki has not been one of our fa- one of the favorite, like, sub-IOI, like, groups. after groups, but they're actually, like, consistently doing something. The only ones yeah. doing anything. Like, doing, doing anything at all. But... And they just had a comeback recently with uh, Dazzle Dazzle. Yeah, it was really good. good. They yeah. have re- they, we have liked them more recently, the past few comebacks. Like, at first, we weren't super big fans, but they have been winning us over slowly, but surely. Uh, Dazzle Dazzle was really good. But yeah, good for her. Good, Do- for, Do- good Do- for being an active member of a group. Yes, for having a job. And good for stuff. doing your job. Doyen's probably my bias wrecker in IOI, just another human being that I feel like she should be like the top class brand model of like. Oh yeah, once she's done Versace, with Versace, Gucci, like on runways, like that's what she should do. She's, she's gonna be, just, she's gonna be a model. Another just beautiful human being. Um, up next, number nine is my second favorite member of IOI, who happens to be in the same group <laughs> as Sejong, uh, Kang Mina from Jellyfish Entertainment. She's a lead dancer, vocal rapper. And until I looked this up, I feel like I probably read it, but I never, like, thought about it. She has the exact same birthday as Doyon, because she was born December 4th, 1999. That's really weird. And like I said, she's currently in Goo Don, which may or may not be a group right now. But what we do know is she is sponsored by Papa John's Pizza. I was just going to say, we were just saying, Doyon, like, yeah, an, uh, like a model for all these famous brands one day. You can put all that on hold, because Mina is the face of Papa, Papa John's, John's right pizza. now. Which... It used to be Papa John, but now it's Kim Now it's, it's Papa Mina because she posted on it on her. Papa <laughs> Mina. She, yeah, I mean, it works. Like, she posts about it on her Instagram all the time, and it's awesome because she's making that money. Like, I just I was, don't know if she ate all those pizzas in a single sitting. She had so many. Because if she did, that means Chubby Mina will be back, which was my favorite Mina. Mina, um... Mina Key is, like, very active on her Instagram, so it is nice to see her, like, doing stuff. Like, 
her and Sejong very active on their Instagram, so you can kind of like at least somewhat see what they're doing from what they post. But yeah, Mina is big into Papa John's right now. She got the most exclusive like photo like cards. clear Papa John photo cards with her on them. I don't know if those were just for her or like if someone has that, I will pay you all the money I have for it because it's the funniest, coolest thing I've ever seen. I do feel really bad for her because I know that's like since her days and like produce one one and stuff, everyone like harped on her for like needing to lose weight and stuff. And then she finally did. And I remember reading an article where she said because of her dieting stuff, it just like wrecked her health. And she's like never been the same. Which is horrible. It's just another situation where the netizens are just like horrible a-holes just being mean to an idol. And like the thing was too, is she's still super young. And like she oh, was, yeah. she's she like, was young then, so she was obviously like growing. She had like, like baby fat still. Like, you know, it wasn't like... I mean, and like give people a break. Like, come on now. And like, she is gorgeous now. Like, she... I hope she's like healthy and doing well, but like she... She is like a gorgeous human being. She was then, and she is now, and I'll, I don't know. I'll always stand chubby Mina. That always like that always like breaks my heart seeing when idols are just like yeah, like don't eat because of what people say, and but like it's always a bummer. But I don't know, it's it sucks. But Mina, we love you. Get it? We want to eat Poppy Johns with Mina, dude. I, I just want to go the, there and go to Poppy Johns. It'll be. I know that their pizzas are like completely different than like the ones here, so I want to. I'd be interested, to, dude. They came with whole sausage links on them. <laughs> <laughs> If we ever, uh, one day we're going to go to Korea and we're going to get some Pop John's and we'll talk about it. Hopefully Mina's there. We'll do a whole episode. Maybe she just makes the pizzas. That's just like, actually just works at Papa John's. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be the best thing in my life. Uh, Number 10 is Lim Nayong, who is formerly from Pledis Entertainment as well. She's the leader, main rapper, and lead dancer, also vocalist, of course. She was born December 18th, 1995, and she's formerly in Priston too. Um, I found out she's currently signed to some company called Sublime Artist Agency, which, I mean, I don't know what that is, but from the sounds of it, it sounds like a fancy modeling company or something like that. And I'm pretty sure she's doing modeling and whatnot. I mean, I guess once you take those two L's as a leader, it's just time to give up. And I feel bad else. for her because she's the leader of IOI, which... She couldn't was, really do anything about that, that. that was coming to an end no matter what. So, obviously, you know, it's not like... It's not her deal because it was coming to an end. But, yeah, then you go to Priston, who was a Very really promising. popular rookie group, and then into their second year, I don't know what happened. Then they stopped doing stuff, and they just banded. So I feel like as the leader, I would be really bummed out. The, pr- the problem was they were signed to Pludus, and Pludus blows. Dude, I don't even want to start like that. Justice so, for Kyan. I still get mad to this day. Seriously, mad to this day thinking about Priston and just that disbandment. is That one hit home. Like, bad. Like, that one sucked. Speaking of that, so, I'll always remember when Khan said she had a choice between going to Produce 101 and, like, trying to do that, or joining after school and debuting in a group, and as soon as she debuted in after school, they made, like, a couple songs, and then they just haven't done anything at all, and she always feels like she, like, missed out on a huge part of her life, because she could have been in Produce 101. And maybe have made IOI, you know? Yeah. And actually did stuff, but instead she like went on that five-year hiatus and didn't do anything because after school didn't do anything. But it just sucks, too, because like in that moment, it's like, okay, you can take this chance or you can debut. It's like, yeah, like well, you want to debut. That's like your goal as an idol. So, And then it's not like she knew it was going to be handled like crap. It's also crazy that Nyang and uh, Pinky were both from the same company as Kai and Liz. Could we not all put them together? Dude, Pledis is the worst. They like, have so many games. They are people. the worst. I hate them. Yeah, I don't you know. You listen to me now, Pledis. I don't hate a lot of people, but I hate you. 
You were the worst. Bring. Uh, I just love. I just loved Kristen a lot. They were like my favorite, and then now they're gone. They'd be so big right now if they were still a group. Everybody I, loved. I mean, Kristen. I don't know what happened. I don't know what caused them to just be like, "All right, we're pulling the plug." Like this group is way too successful. Pull the plug. I mean, they were like rookies of the year, had awesome music, and then I mean, I don't know if like their second release album. Like, even if it wasn't, like, as good as the first one, you wouldn't think they'd be like, all right, we're just done. Like, see ya. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's just dumb. I hate them. Um, Now, finishing out the uh, the bench here is number 11. (laughs) Yoon Jung from Starship Entertainment. She's a main vocalist. And even though she's, like, the most underrated member of ILI and, like, least noticeable, she definitely has been in the group with the most success as of now and also is a great vocalist. Um, she was born August 3rd, 1999, and she's from WJSN or Cosmic Girls, who are extremely popular group. Young Jong has really had the most success. I she mean, has. like in a group, uh, because obviously Cosmic Girl has a ton of releases. And fun fact, well, not even a fact, but I told you, and I'm telling the people next Cosmic Girl release. Whatever it is, I don't care what it is, I'm standing 100% because I don't now. The whole Discord squad is standing. I'm standing because I want to, but I don't want to go back. I want it to be like the next release. like So I'm ready. I just need I need them to come back. They but almost yeah. had me with Boogie Up. and then uh, I like a lot of their songs. It's just I, I'm now so motivated that this next one, I'm like, yep, I'm in. 100%. Yeah. Great vocalist. She's a really, really good singer. Such a good singer. Maybe the best in the whole group. Um... I mean, part. I mean, she was probably my least favorite member, and like we said before, part of that was she was just like not there too. So. Yeah, she wasn't there for a lot of it. Neither was Cheon. Neither one of them were there for most of it. So I mean, yeah, they're like probably my lower faves on the IOI totem pole. But I mean, if you're not there, so it's kind of tough. It's true. Well, that's all the eleven members that made it. Um, I know Legends. we last. I know we Legends. were talking about doing like the entire group. Who was your favorite members? But it's probably easier to see who's your top three favorite Yeah, who's, the, who's your top couple faves? Oh, you want me to go first? Sure. Well, my top three would be number one is Sejong, number two is Mina, and then number three was Soe. Those are my top two favorite members. Yeah. Mine um, mine would probably uh, Chungha, Pinky, Somi, and then then like Doyeon and... Um, Sejong were like my top five of like the ones who I like really really like like yeah. I really like all those members like a lot and I really like all the other members too but those were just kind of the ones that I like definitely definitely like really really love a lot I remember at first when we watched IOI stuff and this usually doesn't happen like with any idols but I like did not like Somi at all it was like the first time I like did I not I remember I thought she was kind of like all over the place and it's kind of annoying and try too hard to like get attention yeah but then I'm like you know what she's also like 15 years she old. She was just, like, literally just, like, a teenage kid, so... you And, like, in the fact, I, like, didn't really think about that. But that changed real quick. I mean, watching a few more things, I was like, okay, Somi's the best. Like, yeah, she's, she's awesome. Pretty, she's pretty cool. And, like, at first, I was like, ah, I don't like her, but then she won me over. It took, like, no time. Good job, Somi. Come back. Um, all right, well, now for a third segment, as customary with all of our dive-ins or deep dives... We're gonna give we you. We need to think of a name for that. Uh, we will eventually. Because, yeah. <laughs> our. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what, but we can, we'll think of a fun name. Our top five favorite songs by the group, but since obviously IOI didn't have a ton of songs, we just told you what all of them are. We're gonna do a top five list of the songs that 
were made by the groups after they disbanded. So, like, the groups they went into after disbandment, we'll give you our top five list of our favorite songs by those groups. Yes. And number zero, the highest one is Pick Me from uh, Produce 101. Yeah, so. Pick Me, I mean, honestly, I don't think I would have the love for IOI or any of the members or K-pop in general if it wasn't just for the song Pick Me because... I remember it, the first time I saw the video, it blew my freaking mind. That is what, like, that was had such a cultural impact that um, it was oh. just, yeah, it was just huge. And everybody loved it. They do it on every show, every reality show, every variety show. It's still... They'll make random groups do Pick Me dance. Cause, it's the best. It um, is so awesome. And shout out to the Pick Me for Produce 48, too. We've talked about it, but also just a cultural changing song right there. true. Uh, it's so, literally just called Pick Me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Pick Me. Pick Me. It was the ringtone on my phone for like years. Oh man, like multiple years. What is it now? What's your ringtone now? Well, I got an iPhone now, so it's just like a generic. Ah, the old iPhone uh, alarm. I don't know if I'm willing to go through all the trouble of like putting an actual custom one on my phone. Yeah. Um. But my alarm tone is Bay by CLC. There you go. So that's like really nice. That's to wake awesome. Up to. That actually is like a really perfect song for waking up in the morning. Um. So do you want to go first or me to go first? I'll go first with my number five song. I'll start with number five. Uh, and since Chung Ha is my favorite member, obviously I have to have a solo song from her. And my favorite one is Gotta Go, which we've talked about on this show many times. Probably one of my, it was one of my favorite songs of the year last, I think last year. But um, yeah, Gotta Go by Chung Ha was really awesome. The video was really good. It was a little different vibe that she put out. It was more... Um, I guess like serious, darker in a way, but I mean she knocked it out of the park with like everything she does. Uh, Gotta go by Chung Ha. I feel like since it's one of her later songs, she definitely like came into her own and everything was more natural. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she had more years in it, like doing vocal stuff, doing other stuff. Yeah. So it's a much more mature sounding song. So it is. It you is. know, it's really good. It's good. Uh, I hope she comes back soon. I don't know what she's. I know she's like always up to stuff, but yeah, I mean, I mean she's also solo, so she can just do she kind of just does whatever and ads and videos. But like, I hope she has a music release sometime soon. But yeah, gotta go is. It's a banger. I mean, definitely check it out. It was a super huge song. Um, but yeah, that's my number five is Chung Ha. I just can't get over how tough Kim looks looking in this picture. She's so scary. They all are so scary. Like I She looks legit. like someone just came up to her and said that they could bench more than her. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Listen, four foot five guy. Like I'm li- like it's crazy because like Goan and Yojin and so Vivi are like the most sweet like, and short too. So we're like they're all and even um Olivia's just looks like a wild animal out there. Olivia's always kind of like intimidating though, but like all the other girls who are just like so sweet and kind and they wouldn't even like step on an ant, I'm like, they're definitely gonna like punch me in the face right they now. Like, vibes. like it's so if I was like in this room taking this picture, I would be like shaking with fear. Hyunjin's out here trying to smack that bread. I mean, look how cool like they look so cool. She got those vans on. Man. It's really the best video. It's like my favorite video ever. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so good. We'll have to watch it after we're done. We can. My number five song is a song we've talked about before in a debut episode, and it was Wonderland by Goo Goo Don. Amazing debut stage. There's a lot of songs I love by Goo Goo Don. Like I said, they're my favorite group that came out of the disbanded ILI, um, which I mean, I found out about because I looked up Sejong and she was in Goo Goo Don. And was the of the show. Exactly, it worked. They did it. Um, but yeah, I love Wonderland. It's just a really happy, poppy, early song. Um, I love it too. I'd say that's one of my top favorite songs up there with Chaco Co. I really like Chaco Co. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, Wonderland, great song. Gugadon's awesome. I wish it'd come back. I'm not holding up hope for that. But at least we'll always have Wonderland. I think that. I think they will. I don't think they're all of all the members, obviously, because I definitely Dude, don't think... Dude, they were mermaids in a fish tank. Yeah, it was <laughs> the, such a great debut. It was one of my favorite ones that we watched on there, and wasn't that, like, their reality show open song, too? It was just, like... Yeah, it, it was. It was, like, perfect. It's they're like sailing in a boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, like, a per- perfect song for them. Um, I don't know. I really love... You You put me on to Gugadon. I was, like, super into Gugadon. Yeah, you were. Like, Gugadon. well, I mean, it's... Tough. I still do. It's tough now teams. when they don't really do anything. But yeah, I mean, you were like they were one of your favorites out there when they were, uh, I guess, more active. But I mean, you, moving you on mean to number four, you mean a thing, <laughs> <laughs> doing something. Uh, but moving on number four, it's Gugadon as well, which was this was their last comeback, which was already like multiple years ago. Um, and it's not that type. Man, that was such a good Which one. was a different look for them. It was more of like the heavier girl crush. Badass biker cool chicks. look. And, I mean, I always fall for that concept. And they pulled it off. I mean, I was kind of, like, seeing the teasers and stuff. I was like, oh, Gugadon, like, wonderful, like, wonderful. Like, you're going to see this? And it, they still pulled it off. Like, it was amazing. The outfits in that are just, like, A1 amazing. Everyone looks really cool. Oh, yeah, I loved it. It was such a good... It's such a good song. Sally's looks super sweet. Um, the outfits are just great. Hana looked really, really good. Yeah, Hana, I miss you. Sejong always there. looks really good. They all look really good. Uh, it was really cool. It was just one of those comebacks. It was just like, they all look really cool. Nying, I miss you too. Come back. Yeah, Nying, just uh, someone from Produce 101. Oh, yeah, she was there too. Did Samina come out after that? I honestly don't I think remember. it did. I don't know. It's still, whatever it was, the last thing they did was like two years ago. Like, yeah, it's not, nothing Nothing is helping this, uh, pulling off this band-aid anymore. Then. No. They just, but yeah, uh, Not That Type by Guggenheim. Check it out, stream it. It's a great song. It's kind of old now, I guess, but it just keeps our Guggenheim hope alive. Um, my number four song is Boogie Up by Cosmic Girl, or WJSN. One of my favorite songs that came out last year. The ultimate summer release of last year. It one really is. I love it. It's like summer. one of my favorite songs of the summer. One of the most undefeated concepts is the summer concept. I just love the dance that they do. Yeah. And everybody's like so happy and then they're like jean shorts dancing around. You just get in a better mood by watching that video. I loved it. They're just like literally on the beach. They're always like the simple videos like that where they're just like doing fun things. Like splashing around in a pool. It's just like, oh, that's a winner right there. Like we got it. We um, got them. Yeah, that's my number four. Boogie Up. Good song. On to Alan Iverson, number three. Number I totally three. forgot who I had. Oh, okay. Number three was another song that had a huge cultural impact on our lives. And it is D.I.A. with their last comeback, which is Woo Wah. Dude, it's like one of our favorite songs ever. Which has been talked about on this show because we we love it so much. Like, we love Woo Wah. It's a banger. It's got the ultimate, just like super hyper pop, colorful vibes. In a skate, uh, this, in a skate, in a skating rink, they in say. A allegedly. Style. But DIA Wuwa is just a banger. When did that come out? Was that a year ago? Yeah, it was about last a year summer ago. or something. Yeah. It, was, it was a summer release because it's just another song that. Really That's when they just debuted Blonde Eunice, and it was just a game changer. Yeah, it was. The teasers were coming out. I remember just being. Like, so hyped seeing the teasers of them, and then, like, the music teasers came out, and I was like, this sounds really, really good, and it did not disappoint at all. Yeah, I loved it. One of my favorite songs of last year, for sure. Um, my Alan Iverson is uh, Black Widow by Preston. Mm. 
One of my favorite Princeton songs. Oh, man. And all I want is for Hinnapia <laughs> to do a cover dance or a cover of Black Widow. That's like the ultimate like Hinnapia song, which we are aware has four members from Princeton in it, so it's like perfect. I know. I... And it's like a grown, like more like adult sound, like from Drip and stuff. It was kind of like a more like a, a sexy concept going on, so it was like perfect for him. Black Widow is. I've never seen a song made for another group more than like Black Widow for Hinnapia, which is just funny because that get four it. four of those members performed it and they know it, and I think they should be allowed to just adopt that and come back with Black Widow as a song. I'm sure they could just like throw Bada in there and be like, "Hey, dude, like this is what you do. Like we all know what to do." You do it, and they should just have they should just have that be their next comeback. I know. Can they see the comeback and do Get It by Priston V and Black Widow by Priston? And just make that an album, because we will totally stand that. Oh, like, I buy so many copies of that. It is so good. That was one of the first... I don't know if it... It might have been the first Priston song. No, it's probably the second Priston song I ever heard. It's so um, good. It was... And I listened to it, and I instantly was like, this is an instant playlist song. Like, I was... I loved it. It was really good. Yeah, I was confused why it wasn't uh, a title track, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was like, this is a really good B-side. I feel like they could have come back with this as, like, a title. But I wish it was a title, because maybe it'd still be around. And just, like, doing stages and stuff like that. Like, oh, that'd be great. It was, uh, yeah, that, that song's legendary. One of the best Princeton songs out there. So what's your number two? My number two song on the list... Um, I go from Wuwa at number three to another Priston to a Priston song, their debut, which is We Woo. Dude, that's my number two song too. What twins? Dude, Dude high five. A great song. It is. I get so hyped for that right here. Yeah, I was listening to it today actually because it was just like nice day driving. It's a perfect song for that. Perfect song for any time. Shion, I miss you. I hope was, you're doing okay. It was just... Um, I hope you marry somebody rich and he provides <laughs> everything for you. And you just have lots of money and you're healthy. But it was just like a perfect, perfect song. Like the concept was perfect for them. The outfits were perfect. The video was really cool. Like they obviously put like so much work into the video and stuff. That's why it just doesn't make sense with what happened. It's it's it was a really good song. It's so cool. It's so hype every time. The stages my, stages are really good. It's one of my top ten favorite songs of all time. Yeah, we Woo by Kristen. I wish you guys were around. Do you guys? They would literally be like one of my favorite groups ever. Oh, I guarantee you they'd be one of the biggest groups around right now if they were still around. And if they just act actually like had good promotions and decent... It weren't signed to Pledis. Music, or, yeah. Or Cube know. Entertainment. It <laughs> just sucks. It sucks. But yeah, we will... It makes me sad talking about it, but I love the song and I love Priston. Uh, well, since that was my number two, I'll do my number one. Go for it. And my number one is Woo by D.I.A. Because it's one of my favorite songs that was ever made. Pretty sure that's on my top ten songs of all time, too. I think so. Uh, but I just loved it. I bought the album. That's how much I liked it. Neutro. It was like all foil and holographic. It was so cool. My girl Joey was looking freaking baller out there. Yeah. Everybody, first off, everybody in DIA is just a visual. Because they yeah, are all they extremely are. good looking. They really are. Um, but yeah, I love, it's one of the, it's just like a really good beat in the chorus. Really dancey. Really just, I don't know, I loved it. It's like super just like. It's super just like in your face high energy and that's like really I like that a Dude, lot. It's just like it's really the cool. best. We need to watch some stages of that when we're done with this. Oh, but you can. it was uh yeah, I mean it was on my list. Wuwa's one of my favorite songs ever too. I mean it's just up there. It's one of the best best songs uh that DIA has done. I mean, hopefully they come back, but it's gonna be hard to top Wuwa. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know when they're going to be back. If we'll they come see. back, we'll see. Hey, I listened to this song today too. Okay, on the playlist, dude. We're going to listen to this as an outro song because it's my favorite song. It is so good. But okay, before we get to that, to close things out, my top song from IY is "So Me" with "Birthday." I knew that was going to be on your list. Somewhere. Yeah, I mean that's been one of my favorite songs ever. One of my favorite songs of last year. I absolutely thought that was perfect for So Me, and I thought she killed it. It's a bummer that we didn't really get more with it. But "Birthday by So Me" is my favorite song to come out of IOI. Um, we miss you, So Me. I hope you're doing well. At least you got your reality show, so you're doing something. Yeah, we definitely. I'm gonna give that a few more episodes to come out and get sub, and I'm just gonna like, like just like binge watch them all one day. But yeah, "Birthday by So Me." I feel like most people obviously know that one because of how popular So Me is. But check it out, and I wish it had a um, an album. Yeah, or something. Didn't, was, it, didn't the single, though, the digital single come with a couple songs on yeah, it? Yeah, it had two songs. The other song, I forgot what it was called, but it was good, too. I don't know if I ever listened to it. It was a good song. Um, I just totally would have bought that album. Just with, with the Sony photo cards? Yeah, oh, my gosh. Like, that would have been the best. Uh, but we didn't get that, so it sucks. Hopefully so, she comes out with an album. Hopefully like, she comes Hopefully back. she's spending all this quarantine time, like, getting, making albums or making music. Come on, YG Black. Yeah, the Black Label. Whatever that is. I, I still have no idea what that is. I don't either, but yeah. Birthday by Somi is my favorite. It's a song I listen to every time on my birthday now, so. That you it's haven't a, had a, yet, so on your new, birthday you'll be able to listen it's to a it. New, it's a new tradition that hasn't happened yet. It's going to be here. But yeah, that's our top favorite songs by like the groups that came out of... Uh, stand all those groups. Everyone go stand the groups that are still around, so... Wecky Mackie and Cosmic Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but if you guys know us, you know we love produce like evaluation performance stages. Yeah. So while we do our outro, we're gonna listen to my favorite uh out or outro, my favorite produce stage from 101, and that was uh when the girls did fingertips. I love this song. This came on my playlist today driving and. I was I was like I was trying to think who was in it so oh we can watch it while we're talking I remember a few Saint John's just looking awesome yeah, yeah it, oh. this is sick and it's got Chung Ha's there yeah I'm pretty sure uh, Nyang's there and that's uh, what's her face from DIA the leader girl oh and Yanwoo's there <laughs> how is this not the most popular girl group in the world like I don't know this group is stacked. So you got the leader of DIA out here, Sejong, Chung Ha, Nayeon, Yan Wu, and two other girls that match you who they are. Look at Dark Yanwoo. But yeah, so that's our episode. So produce 101 slash IOI episode. Hopefully you guys learned something. Um, if you did, that's awesome. If you didn't, just go look. There's a lot more stuff that happened with IOI and a lot more... A lot more other stuff that happened with the groups that came out of it. So if you're really interested in knowing about it, because there's so many other groups that happened from the girls that were like in Produce 101 yeah. that didn't make it. There's like other people in groups that weren't in the finals. So I suggest looking into it for yourself because it's a lot to take in. Recently, like a brief summary of it, but yeah. Hopefully you guys liked it. Uh, come I join know our I Discord. <laughs> yeah, come join the Discord. Uh, Check us out social media, K-pop Kimchi 101. The Discord information is on Instagram, so go on there. Yeah, just go and on And I like Instagram. to tweet out the link too, and we always get like a one or two people from that. So yeah, go on, just share. Go on Instagram. Videos. Go click the link in our bio. 
at, uh, what is it? I think we're everything with K-pop, K-pop Kimchi 101. 101, yeah. And we have some awesome new gear, too. Well, tell, tell the fans about the gear. Yeah, we've got okay. some exclusive limited merch, so... Golly. If you're interested... Good lord. So if you're interested in... We shouldn't be watching this when we're trying to talk. So if you're interested in any of our merch we've got, we got like some wristbands, shirts, pins. Well, the shirts are extremely limited. This is like a, a limited... This is like more rare than Supremes. Yeah, this is like a very, very limited run for like original fans, so... It's an exclusive colorway. We're probably going to change it up afterwards. So if you want to be one of our first tier fans, you can uh, hit me up, see what's going on with that. But yeah, we got stickers, buttons, wristbands, all kinds of good stuff. So if you're interested in that, let me know. Contact me. I'll answer you back. Join the Discord. Um, stay safe out there. Use the hand sanitizer. Use the hand sanitizer. Wash your hands. Support all the idols. Live your life, have fun, I don't know. All the positivity, just go do all that stuff. Do it amazing. Do it amazing. Shout out DIA. But uh, yeah, so I guess until next week. Till next week, we love you guys. If you have listened before, thank you so, so much from the bottom of our hearts. And if you're new, come check us out. Come talk to us. We love you too. I'm Justin. He's Fog Raw. This is another episode of the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast. Stay in Iowa. We love you guys. Peace. Later.